Good morning, beautiful people. It's Amanda from Fashion by Amanda, podcast number two. Um, we're going to do learn craft, sewing and creativity on a budget with me, Amanda. And today's podcast, we're going to look at 20 of my favorite items in my craft or sewing room. I'm going to really try hard to give you um, a rating that I think, remember, it's my idea, um, so it could be way up the tree. Um what I like, where I like to buy them, how much, is there an um, alternative, just so you can get an idea. If you've never sewn before and if you don't actually have a a sewing room or um, you want to start out and do some crafts and sewing, this is just going to give you a really quick idea about what's in my sewing room. And I've been sewing and crafting for most probably 40 years. So, um, but really, if I go anywhere, if I go in the caravan, I always take my basics. It's, it's, it's like a little kit of I have to have it or I can't do any craft. So let's go to number one favorite thing in my craft room is my rotary cutter. Now, without rotary cutters, I'm lost. I love, 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 love them. There's a couple that I only like, and that's the Alpha. Um, you can get these in Linkcraft, Spotlight, you can get them in any craft store actually. Crafts Online, that's a brilliant place. Um, Amazon, but they usually range about the same amount of money from about $20 to about $25. I don't see them much more um, ex- more expensive and certainly not any cheaper because if they were cheaper, I'd be buying them all. Don't forget you can buy replacement blades. So it doesn't look, you know, it doesn't seem to be quite expensive. It's just the initial bit. Um, they are my, that's my fav, my favourite favourite. Or you get fishkas. Um, I think it's fishes or fishkas. I never know. Um, again, same price, about twenty dollars to twenty five dollars. Uh, any craft store, Lindcraft, Spotlight, Crafts Online, Amazon. Um, you can buy them anywhere. Best. They hold better. They, they've got it in your grip. They feel good in your hand. Um, it's easy to change the blades. Um, cheaper ones, I double um, double cross the, the screw usually and I have to end up throwing it out. But I will give you some advice here. Buy a cheap one and put it and just t- make it, mark it with texture and use that for all things except fabric because you might, if you're a crafter, if you're going to learn crafting with me, you're going to be cutting paper, um, th- you know, stuff that's not fabric. Don't You don't want to use that on your fabric one. So I always buy a cheap one. And then when it gets, you know, it doesn't work, I throw it out really. Um, you can get replacement blades for the cheaper ones, but sometimes it's cheaper just to go and buy a new one because the replacement blades are around 20 bucks. I know that you get a couple in a pack, but some cheaper um, rotary cutters you can pick up for under $10. So I tend to buy the cheap, write paper on it or um, and throw it away. That is my number one. My number two are pins. Now, how ridiculous is that? You'd think that would be the sewing machine. Now, I've got these kind of in order. Um, can I live without a rotary cutter? Not really. Can I live without pins? Absolutely no. Um, where do you start with pins? You've got the pin for everything. You have a pin for quilting, um, glass head pearls, tea pins. You've got just crazy. You've got pleating pins. Um 
tea pens are usually used for upholstery or um, outdoor fabric. They're thicker stuff. It's got a little tea on the top. It looks like a little tea bar. They're perfect for sturdier fabric. I actually use them for jeans as well. Or if I'm using quite a lot of layers of fabric, if I'm quilting. Um, quilt pens, they're longer than your normal. Um, glass ones, I use them because it's... If I'm going to iron fabric, the glass heads don't melt. I've melted more pin heads in my fabric than I care to remember. So they're just a few of them. And the brands, um, are my all-time favourite is Clover. You can get Dritz and Collins, but Clover is the best thing for me. And now Clover, it's been for a while actually, bring out the little Clover clips. So you don't have to pin, you just like the little bulldog clips. Um, perfect for quilting, absolutely perfect for doing the outer uh, sewing, like if you're doing bias binding or stuff like that. That is pins. Um, you can get basting pins, hemming pins, straight pins. It's crazy, truly. So if you're a beginner sewer, oh, it's just crazy. When I started sewing... Um, you know, 30, 40 years ago, our choices were never there. So it was easy. You'd get pins and they were little in a little round blue tin and that was it. Now you can get everything. My number three is a seam ripper. Why, if you're a good sewer, should you need a seam ripper? They're your best friends or the worst enemy. You either have a love or a hate relationship with your seam ripper. Um, I do Bajella, which is uh, sewing little sections, and it's crazy. And, you know, one day we'll get to that. Um, but I have to have a seam ripper because I actually have to purposely undo some seams to make uh, the pattern. So seam rippers are not always dreaded. And iron. I iron only sewing stuff. Can you believe that? I do not iron clothing. I hate ironing. But when it comes to sewing, quilting, patchwork, crafting, I absolutely love it. I love how it looks. I feel like I've accomplished something, which is really weird. Um, I only ever buy the cheapest irons, 20 buck ones. Sometimes I even get them cheaper. If they're under that, sometimes it's spotlight, I'll buy two. Because I iron stuff I shouldn't be ironing. Uh, and I always bugger up the bottom. So... I only ever buy cheap ones, but please, this is me, not you. Some people uh, wouldn't, you know, think to buy a cheap iron. They would spend quite a considerable amount of money, but they would inevitably look after a lot better than me. I don't. I iron anything. Number five is my second hugely favourite thing is a glue gun. If you're into craft, you're going to need a glue gun. If you're into sewing, I hope you don't sew need a glue gun craft you're always sticking stuff on it's not necessarily sewing it on but you're sticking it on somewhere you'll have different layers and different movement and different areas and a glue gun can't you, you can't get any better I always go for the Stanley Heather Judy um, because it doesn't overheat you can buy the five six dollar ones absolutely just knock your socks off with whatever you want to do uh, but I'm a crafter that crafts nearly every day, most probably. So the heavy duty is good for me. And the Stanley is about $40 upwards. Now, the cheaper ones you can buy for 5 $6. But 
whatever you do, do not forget to buy the glue sticks because I've done that before. I've gone to the shop, bought me glue gun, got home and you've got just the one stick in the um, glue gun and that's not enough to stick nothing. So back to the shop. So always buy a pack of um, glue sticks. They vary in prices by only a smidgen, just a couple of cents really. Is there any better ones? I'm not real sure. Um, I use E6000 glue though. Um, I know this isn't a glue gun. So it's a bit expensive. It starts from about $20 upwards. I've tried to get it off Amazon and I thought I was getting a bargain. But I didn't read the size and I only got like a little, I don't know, a leprechaun size one. So um, E6000, perfect if you want something to stay on forever. Ever and ever. Jewelry's good, E6000. Uh, scissors. Now, I'm extremely precious about my scissors. Um, you can take my money, but don't take my scissors, pretty much. Um, but how many is there? That's crazy, crazy, crazy. You have sewing, embroidery, crafting. you got right and left scissors, dressmakers, shears, tailor scissors, pinking shears. I never know why that's called pinking shears because it's not pink and it doesn't really shear. It cuts this cute little funky pattern. I don't know. Buttonhole scissors. Now, come on. It's crazy. Um, mad, mad, mad. But sadly, I most probably have a pair of each one of those um, because scissors... And I just have an affection. We love each other. Um, my family know never, ever to touch my scissors, ever. I have just your common scissor that's in the second drawer in my kitchen for everybody to cut. I have a pair of scissors just to cut paper. But if you, if I ever see anyone with my fabric scissors in um, their hands, World War Three, Four, Five, Six, and Seven, it's not worth living really. So scissors, now they're personal. You've got to hold them. The brands all vary, the prices all vary, but a good pair of scissors are around the $20. So yeah, just try them. See how you go. Number seven. I've, I've bunched this up, number seven, um, because it's sewing needles and thread. Now you're sewing needles, I'm talking about hand sewing because we won't get into the machine sewing ones until we talk about the machines. You can, sewing machines, you can get your ballpoint, stretch, sharps, quilting, jeans needle, leather needle. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. You can get universal. And when I first started sewing, they were only universal. Nothing else. It was just this, again, another little blue, beautiful little container that you'd move the top and there would be a little hole and then you'd tip it up and a needle would come out. And you'd go, yay, got a needle. Um, now, it's needles for everything. Little ones, short ones, fat ones, stumpy ones, big ones. Crazy. If you're a new crafter, a new sewer, God forbid you when you go into Spotlight or Lincraft um, because I wouldn't know where to start. And the thread you used to just get cotton and polyester, that was it. If you were extremely wealthy, you would get maybe some silk, but um, now you can get polyester, cotton, rayon, it just goes on and on and on. For a starter, for a beginner, go with the good old polyester. Can't go wrong with that. 
Number eight, my favorite thing in my sewing, what's a must-have, is my sewing machine. Now, where do you start with a sewing machine? Do you go and buy a a $80 one or do you go and buy a $10,000 one? That's entirely up to you, your budget and your needs. I have a bit of all of them. I have a brother and I've had that for, for, it would have to be over 20 years or maybe not quite that long, sorry, maybe 10 years. And I love it to death because it has no footer press. So no foot, you just got a button. I love, love, love it. I need to chase up to see if I can get another one because I just love it. Um, I have singers and that I've just bought a singer at Spotlight and it's just solely to sew my string, my craft baskets because I sell them and make a lot of them. Um, That cost me $80 and that sews those baskets better than any other one I've got. Then I've got a Husqvarna that most probably was a few, wasn't 2000 but um, that's my more precise sewing machine it has a lot more stitches it's got my buttonhole and and um you know and it just has bits and pieces that are not bells and whistles because mine is not bells and whistles I do things on a budget and there's sewing machines out there that eats mine for breakfast so no and then I've got a sashiko now sashiko is a baby lock that um and it's only a top stitch all it does is finish a quilt or finish a product it's um, based on sashiko, Japanese uh, little rice stitching. We'll talk about that further down the track. I don't want to, you know, get you all confused. But I've actually started, I bought an $80 sewing machine in that up until, you know, my $2,000 one. They all serve me well for what I need to do. I don't use my Husqvarna to make string baskets because I don't want to have to be taking it to Husqvarna getting serviced every five minutes. The singer I bought from Spotlight was $80. Um, If I sell 10 baskets, I make that in profit. Um, I throw it out and buy a new one. I know that sounds horrible, but that's what I do. Remember, this is Amanda. Um, you may all do things differently. Uh, rulers. And again, where do you start and where do you stop? There's hundreds of different rulers for different sewing. It's crazy. Uh, remember, in my time, you used to get a tape measure. That was it. And if you wanted to rule something that was hard, you'd get a school ruler. Um, now, you have a clear ruler for absolutely everything you have a two by two inch by two inch a five by five inch a ten by ten inch you have curved you have dresden you have round you have curved you have it's just goes on 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 crazy 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 but if you're going into a section of sewing or craft that needs a more specialized ruler to save time trust me i know it works well don't get into rulers just yet. <laughs> Number 10, we're halfway there, guys, is storage. Now, I sew and craft, and if I didn't have storage, I would be living in a nightmare, really. I love boxes, shoe boxes, any boxes, really. I even have breakfast cereal boxes because they're perfect if you cut off the top to put your paintbrushes in. 
I do not you know, take Nutri-Grain into the sewing room. I always cover it or paint it or, um, yes, I do. I do. There's nothing in there that you can see what it was originally. I always cover it. But I've got boxes. I've got, obviously, cupboards. I, I'm a bag girl. This chick is a bag girl. I have a bag for everything. I have uh, a basket for everything. And all my baskets I've made, every one of them, even my cane, which is really not cane, it's wicker. It's a lot, a lot softer than um, cane. So I have them everywhere. And they are for specific things. I don't, you know, mix and match them. I don't put, I don't put glue in with a paint. No, because they would be really upset. So no, bags, organisation, boxes, cupboards, shelving, um, plastic containers, Tupperware, go to garage sales. Um, I've got many plastic containers. Don't, you know in supermarket you can go and buy those 20 plastic um, lunch containers with, you know, funky red and blue and green tops, you know, they're about, I don't know, 20 for $2 or something. Um, Don't buy them because you can't get the lids off. Usually you've got your hand holding a piece of something that you need to craft or fix and you're trying to get the lid off and you only got one hand. True. Nightmare. Don't do it. Number 11, your table. It has to be the right height. Absolutely. Um, if it's not, you're a day crafting, you'll know about it. You'll have... So, it's a bit like your chair, which is um, number... 12 actually there we are if your chair and your table aren't the right height you'll know by the end of the day you'll have sore shoulders you'll have sore back I get a sore neck in the left don't know pain in the neck that's most probably what it is um get your table and your chair and you sit at the table and you put your hands on the table your shoulders have to be relaxed don't let your shoulders be up or down if you do that your posture will be fine and you can sew all day. Um, I use a, my table is just a fold-up table I got at Bunnings. You know those trestles? $50. Perfect height for me because I'm only five foot. Perfect, perfect height. And the chair, I've got um, Office Works and I've got it on special for $49. And that is just um, a swivel um, office chair. And don't have ones with arms because... It just restricts your movement when you're sewing and so you've got your arms in like a duck. So you need to have your arms free. Okie doke, where do we go now? Next one, number 13, perfect lighting. Now not just to see what you're doing guys, I can tell you this, it's for your eyes. I have headaches. <clears throat> if you're doing craft or sewing, <clears throat> excuse me, um, for someone, you know, you, you're getting money. You don't want to have to sit there and then end up having a headache because you're going to hate your newfound craft. So perfect lighting. Have um, good globe up in the ceiling. And sometimes when you're doing smaller embroidery stitching, have a little side lamp it, um, and switch it off when you don't need it. So your electricity is not really any different. 14. My 14. Without this, you can't do any of it. And that's fabric. Now, where do we start with fabric? It's crazy. Cotton, rayon, linen, silk, 
wool, lycra, polyester, jeans, satin. I could keep on going. I could make a song with all the fabric. It's madness. You All you need to know is when you first start, you get a little piece of cotton. It doesn't shrink. It doesn't do anything. It's just easy to handle. So beginners, I always say, let's do cotton. It's forgiving. It won't move too much when you move it. You're learning how to sew. So let's just stick with cotton. But as you um, advance into your sewing skills, you'll get into the crazier kind of fabric, spandex. You might want a pair of, you know, running padded shorts. You want, might want to make um, some bathers. You might want a little piece of silk to make a little nighty. You might want anything, but let's stick with cotton to start with. And also with the fabric is number 15 is interface. Now interface you need for both sewing and craft, but predominantly crafting and quilting patchwork. It stabilizes your fabric. But if you're making a blouse, you'll use interfacing around the collar. Um, and that again comes in a myriad of different bits. You can get the iron-on, the non-woven, the woven, the fusible, the non-fusible. It just goes on and on and on. Um, but that's okay. Learning with me, we'll go through all the differences and um, what you use them with. So at the end of your sewing course and crafting course with me you will be okay you will know what you're doing and you'll get it all on one place how good's that number 16 of my favorite favorite things in my craft room is my yarn or wool and um, again you can get silk wool nylon rayon bamboo cotton hemp it just goes on and on and on again years ago you used to get wool or acrylic that was it um, so all for different items, all for different projects, you're going to knit and crochet, all for different, um, I make tassels, love tassels, love it with cotton and hemp. It's just beautiful. Um, I do them with wool, but I don't like the fluffiness. So it's just personal choice. Number 17, stencils. Now, where do you start with stencils? Now, in America at the moment, it's just this chalk contour. Crazy. It's so popular. Uh, it hasn't hit here in Australia quite as yet. I've checked out prices and we don't really sell them here in Australia. And to get them over from America, it's way too expensive. But even the paint's very expensive. So I hope it doesn't take on here um, because it's, it's an expensive thing. Now, I have a Cricut machine. Um it makes stencils it's not an expensive uh, you can buy it at spotlight actually all in craft's got one excuse me i'm gonna have a cough <coughs> um and they make my stencils for me so that's pretty good but you can get them everywhere you can get them as anywhere uh, made in usa it's a company i like theirs because they are adhesive and they don't lose their tackiness for a long long time it's really quite good so stencils that is my 17 most must-haves. Number 18, acrylic paint. I'm a crafter, so I paint a lot. So from little stencils to today, this afternoon I am doing an um, amazing wall art of the solar system. 
obviously I need paint. That will be on my YouTube and Facebook as a pre-recorded this afternoon. I go to Cheapest Chips to get the $2 ones or I will go to the Riot Art Shop and buy $10 ones. It depends on what I'm doing. And this will be you as well. It depends on what project you're doing as to how much you'll buy or how much you'll spend. Or if you've got lots of money, you go, you go knock your socks off. But um, I always try and do it on a budget. My number 19 is Hessian. Everybody knows me as the Hessian queen. I can fix the world with a piece of Hessian. I absolutely can. And you can get different colours. Years and years and years ago when I first started, I couldn't buy Hessian. We used to get um, our, some of our Hessian bags just in, you know, in the grocery store. And that's what I used to make. But now you can get Hessian of every colour. You can get it printed. Um, I think once they start doing that, I get a little bit sad about it. Um, because I think it loses its natural beauty, but that's just me. I love Hessian. I love it. I even love the smell, so that's pretty sad. And my number 20th all-time absolutely have to have it in my craft or sewing room are embellishments. <laughs> you can... The sky is your oyster here. You can have ribbons, bells, flowers, beads, tassel, they're mine... Uh, you can make them out of polymade clay, paper, modeling clay, glass, wood. You can just, it just goes on and on and on. You know, you do um, sparkles and tinsel and mad, 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 mad. Um, so they are my 20 most favorite must-have items in my craft and sewing room if i'm going away for four or five weeks in a caravan they're the 20 things i take mm -hmm. do I, I don't take the whole lot i work out in my head what projects i'm going to do in that four weeks or five weeks or two weeks and then i cut up or put embellishments in a little plastic bag um, and I pack up one bag, one suitcase, and that's me. And I always take my brother's sewing machine with no footer plate uh, because it's, I just don't have to lose the footer plate. I can use it without it. So they are my 20 most favorite, fav, important, I to die for items in my craft and sewing room. And I hope when you come with me, um, you can start adding your 20. Now, I've done a really rough comparison for a beginner, for a person that doesn't even own a pair of scissors. You could actually buy all of that for under between two and $500. Sounds a lot, absolutely. But I don't think it's a that's a bad hobby price. You could go as low as 200 and then just buy a little bit as you go, or you could start at 500 uh, yeah, uh, finish at $500. Entirely up to you. It is all up to you, my lovely people. Well, thank you so much for being with me again. Absolutely blown away. Love it, love, love it. Love where we're going. Um, I'm going to start um, sewing classes in end of April. So if you're interested, please um, send me a message. I'm on Facebook, Fashion by Amanda. Um, on Instagram, Fashion by Amanda, uh, WordPress, I've got uh, 
www.fashionedbyamanda.com. So Fashion by Amanda, you'll find me somewhere, but here on podcast every week. So thank you. I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful, um, it's a long weekend here in South Australia. So enjoy today if you've got a bonus day. Um, And I'll catch up with you next week. Bye-bye. Ciao.